This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Dear Young Married Couple podcast. Today we're talking about crafting your ideal week. It's December 28th, if you're watching this the day it came out, and we're looking into the new year of 2022, and a lot of people are thinking about New Year's resolutions. And you know what? New Year's resolutions, I think, have gotten a lot of flack lately. Yeah. But I think there's something just special about them. Mm -hmm. Even if, you know, you fall off the bandwagon at some point, it's not about... The, the fact that you failed at one point. It's the, that you tried. Yeah. And I think, and giving enough time in your week or in one week of this year just to set mm-hmm. a goal. Yeah. You know, where are you going? I, I think that's so valuable. Yeah. And whether you do this in, you know, January, the end of December, or any other time throughout the year, setting time aside to set goals and as we call them our new year's habits because we want to focus on the behavioral aspect of the habit therefore meeting that goal um and so uh, regardless of the time of year that you do this we encourage you to do it yeah so the first thing that we wanted to uh encourage you to do is take a week just to focus on where are you going i i often like to to there's I forgot where I got it but it was it went something like this P- most people spend more time planning their next vacation than they do planning out their life I think yeah. it was Michael Hyatt yeah in his book uh the best year ever and moving or uh, living, living forward, forward. yeah yes. two great books mm-hmm. so sitting down and asking what do I want out of life what do I want my life to um be like mm-hmm. what do I want my life to produce yeah um that could be so, so helpful. And practically speaking, people are like, take a week aside and do what? Like, so it doesn't have to be like a full week, you know, only focused on this. Um, what we do is sometime during the week after Christmas. So between December 26th and the 31st, um, just before the new year, that's usually the week that we choose. But what that means is we take time to go to a coffee shop on one of those days it's usually a couple hours yeah. where we map out and we, we go through and you can actually listen to a prior episode where yeah. we detail this, but we go through like spiritual, mental, psychological, physical, academic, financial, yeah. um, serving and ministerial. Like what are all the ways we want to change our habits this year? Yes. And why I say week two is generally around this time of year, I start mulling over 
you know, how did last year go? Yeah. Where did I excel? Where did I do exceptional? Where do I need to work on? Mm -hmm. Where are my biggest growth areas? And, and often I'll, I'll read a book. So a book that I'm looking forward to reading, I just came across and I want to look at it. It would be EOS life. Um, I believe it's by Gino, somebody, I forgot. We'll put it in the show (laughs) notes. You have to look. And, and then, uh, there's another book that I'm looking forward. It's coming out in January, middle, the mid, mid January. It's by Donald Miller. It's called hero on a mission. Mm. Uh, two books. Um, I love Donald Miller's work. Um, and this one is kind of in that personal domain. So two books that I'm looking forward to, to gleaning some wisdom from, and hopefully you're also on that quest of self-development and making your life better every single year. Cause you know, you don't want to live for 30 years, but, but only grow, you know, or never grow in those 30 years. You just live the same year for 30 years. Mm. You actually want to build every single year off the last year. Yeah. Cause you know, change is incremental. Right. Um, growth is incremental. It doesn't all happen at once. Um, but if you could put a little bit of effort, you know, even a, le- a little bit every day, mm-hmm. you're going to grow. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast or watching this video tells me that, that you're on that quest too. So yep. nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hone this in a bit. We're talking about crafting your ideal week. Yes. So whether this is, you know, a work week, uh, a week that pertains to your family ministry, mm-hmm. um, your goals, we want you to think about if you had an ideal week and not just like on vacation. Okay. We're talking about your ideal week that, uh, pertains to fruitfulness and leisure and growth and connection, all the things that are ideal in your life mm-hmm. that God has called you to do and to be. Um, so think about your ideal week and and just take a moment, pause this, close your eyes, think about what that would look like. How would you function? How would you connect? Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you read? How would you work? What would your work produce? Think about your ideal week. Right. Um, a, a thing that I found very helpful uh, is to draw a big square and then subdivide that big square in seven sections. So just seven columns and writing down um, what do you want to accomplish every week? Because remember that your day is your life in microcosm. Hmm. If you put in specific things in your day, you're going to reap later on down the road, what you're putting in that day. So if you're, you're just messing around and, (laughs) you know, being a consumer Mm. rather than a creator or a producer, you're not going to, you're not going to produce. But if you're continually working on yourself and working on your creative juices and working on, you know, producing, you're going to have something to give. Mm -hmm. So and that kind of gets us. So here's the first homework assignment, write out, just get it all on paper. You can always erase, you know, make sure you're doing it maybe in pencil, right? Or digitally or yeah, digitally, but write out, okay, here's a week. What could I put inside of a week that would help me get to where I want to go? And this is assuming that you've already kind of mapped out where you're going in life, right? What you want to contribute. Mm-hmm. So once you have that, here's uh, kind of two 
uh, two, a two-pronged approach of, of thinking about what needs to go in that week So, or, and what doesn't need to go in that week. So first of all, um, you should come up with a don't-do list. So, and I know that sounds probably basic, but what are the things in your life that are sabotaging your greatness? And this is especially important for people who are um, tasky. Uh, I am. And so I function really well with a to-do list. I'm very calendar oriented and I can get caught up with all the to-dos. And so Adam will remind me at times, what's on your not to-do list today? What's on your don't do list? Because there are things that either need to be scheduled for later or things that you don't actually need to do at all. Mm -hmm. You need to delegate that out so that you can focus on the missional stuff, the stuff that God has called you to do. Um, and everyone has a different, you know, approach to their not to do list, depending on where they are in life, you know, their career, their ministry, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So everyone's not to do list will look different, but, uh, it's important to really evaluate what's on your not to do list. Right. Um, and so she's talking about, so sometimes uh, what, what I'm kind of getting at is there are, uh, like things that we fill our time with that don't produce anything. So like just scrolling Instagram or mm. spending too much time on social media That's or, or too, playing yeah. games. But then Chris is talking about um, things that you you would be best you'd be best doing other things. So for instance, everybody has activities that you can do that are going to produce something big. So mm -hmm. those are your thousand dollar an hour you know, <laughs> things that you're, you're working on. I heard someone say that, like, what would be your thousand dollar an hour activities? Hmm. So if you're creating something that, you know, the culmination of this time will produce something monetarily big yeah. down the road. Or you're just your greatest impact activities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another way of looking at it. So like if you're preparing a sermon or you're preparing yeah. a talk and you know, there are things that you're going to do that are going to create the biggest impact. Right. So, okay, let me, let me pull back. This is a really helpful like tool that I walked away uh, from EOS life with. I think it's a really good tool. So what does EOS stand for? Entrepreneurial operating system. Okay. Okay. So we're entrepreneurs <laughs> <laughs> and we're trying to get systems in our life. Um, so and this book call, uh, called traction is a really good one for businesses, by the way. We got lots of recommendations for you in this <laughs> cool. one. You get me on books and I'll just <laughs> keep going. Uh, so think uh, just if you have a paper, piece of paper, another piece of paper, um, draw out a big square that takes out mo takes up most of your paper and then subdivide that square uh, four ways. So there should be, you know, quarters, right? So now in the top left uh, square, you should have like and good. So, and then the bottom left is not so good and not so good. And what was the, and like, and like good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And then top right would be don't like, and you're good at, and then the bottom right would be that not so good at, and you don't like. Okay. So you might have to like, might be helpful to have a visual rewind that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now you have this like grid. Now put all of the activities, everything that you're doing on that grid, that should give you an idea of what things. So for instance, what we want more of and what you want to spend more time doing are those activities that you like, 
that you enjoy doing mm-hmm. and that you're good at. So for me, so, okay, let's look at myself, I guess. So I hate emails. I hate <laughs> checking emails. I hate responding to emails. I hate emails. <laughs> now I, I do have to join the world sometimes and, and do all that. But I could maybe see that, you know, I'm not very good at it and I don't like it. So I avoid it. So, so how can Much I, to my dismay. Yes, so how can I make sure that people don't email me or get off of lists? So I'm not overwhelmed by the amount of mm-hmm. emails that I'm getting. So in other words, I'm going to try to minimize the time doing emails. Mm-hmm. Now I would put Carissa in I don't know if she likes emails. I would probably say she doesn't like emails, but she's good at it. But she sees it as it's a necessary task Mm -hmm. for the business. Yeah. So what she was talking about a little bit ago is I challenged her on it. Babe, you spend a lot of time responding to emails Mm -hmm. that I think a lot of those, we need to set up systems. A lot of those could be delegated to other people. Mm. Yeah. And I, and I'm challenged by that because we do have an awesome team and they take care of a lot of like the scheduling emails and stuff like that. But there are emails that in my mind, nobody else can respond to. Like it has to be us. But I would challenge you AKA me because you don't do emails. So yeah, rethinking like can other people respond to some of these emails? Yeah, Cause I don't think, you know, CEOs of massive companies are spending hours and hours a day returning emails and we don't have a massive company well well we gotta live (laughs) see our argument it's pretty good huh (laughs) but you know that's not chris's thousand dollar an hour task Mm, yeah yeah but it it would be it would be content creation or doing something like this 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 is fun sure yeah like this what we're doing right here arguing on camera um (laughs) but content creation is what makes the biggest impact in our company um we love putting content out there that helps you and uh, whether that's free content or paid content like this is our big impact task and that's what we want to put in our like category and good at category hopefully we're getting better at it getting better (laughs) but emails wouldn't go in that same category right And, and so this is something I would do individually, but also we have to do as a team, mm-hmm. um, putting all of our tasks that we do every week, um, on this thing and looking at, okay, so how can I focus on or put the vast majority of my time doing things that I'm good at. And that I like, now I know that we can't get rid of everything that we don't like that we're good at. We we're, we're going to still have, I'm still have going to have to do emails. <laughs> yes. In Jesus name, yeah. you better get and, better at that. And babe. Carissa has, <laughs> has to get better at, you know, focusing on those things that she's good at too. Yes. So that's just a really, really good way of, uh, kind of sifting through all the junk that we do uh-huh. and start to grow and not stay stagnant where we are because you, you're not going to grow to a better, you know, you're not going to grow to a, a place that you really want to be a visionary place that, mm-hmm. you know, just influential place. If you're stuck doing the things that you're not good at, you yeah. have to, you have to work more in your gifts. Just think of any genius, any, anyone that you look at that you're like, they were a genius in what they did. Hmm. They spent the majority of their time on the things that were, they loved doing and that they were good at. Just yeah. look at any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another really great book that's called the genius formula or that was it like 
tape series. I, I have to find that. Tape series? Yeah. It was by Tony like Boot. cassette? Yeah. No, it was uh, <laughs> MP3, but um, by Tony Buzan. Okay. So. Man, we have quite the list going. We'll make sure to put this in the I, show I've, notes. I've actually looked for that one. I couldn't find it. But that's that's a, Tony Buzan is a, um, a British intellectual that talks about memory and, oh, okay. and like capacity and stuff. So, um, that's just a really, really great tool. Yeah. So create that quadrant, get that down on paper, things that you like or don't like things that you're good or not so good at. Those will be your, your four quadrants. And then, um, craft that, that seven day chart that Adam talked about at the beginning where you say, if I had an ideal week, here's what would be in it. Um, Mm -hmm. and if you, if you want more inspiration on like ideas and, um, more about like the theory part of this and not the practical side. Um, you can go and re-listen to a few episodes. I'm going to name them here and I'll link them in the show notes as well. So episode two, which is growing into a better us with Reverend doctors, miles and Sheila young. Um, that was the very first episode we did after the meet the Kings episode. And, um, the, people still go back and listen to it. It's an awesome <laughs> episode. Um, episode 25, um, what I wish I would have known about money before I got married. Um, that's a good one that we did, uh, with Rachel Cruz, um, Dave Ramsey's daughter. And, uh, it's, it's a really good one. Just thinking about financial focus, um, episode 38 when playing safe means living small with Andrew Bentley. That's a really good one just for inspiration on doing big things that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, episode 57. If you're thinking about going to school, we interviewed Karina and Curtis Hendricks going to school as a married couple. Um, and the challenges that, thereof. Um, and then episode 62 is the one we talked about in the beginning of this episode. Um, and it's called a new year's resolution for my sex life. Say what? <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's really about all the different areas of your life, um, where you would want to put new habits in place around the new years. Yeah. And I believe we pulled a lot from the book, tiny habits, Yes, um, which is a fantastic book on habits. It's my favorite. Yet another one to add to the list. Yes. So uh, the last thing I would challenge you to do that's very related uh, to what we did above would be what three actions, if you did them, would make the biggest difference in your life mm. toward what you want to produce or become. Yeah. Um, and, and sifting that down, like what do you want in mm-hmm. your life? And once you know that, like how do we get there? That's good. And so what three actions do you take um, to help us get there. Yeah. Man, if you can answer those questions and put them on your schedule and put them in your ideal week and only focus on the things that you like doing and you're good at, your life is going to change so stinking quick mm-hmm. um, because you'll be operating in your gifts. You'll enjoy doing it. And that's where you excel. That's actually a question in our foundations deck. What three things if we did more of them would make Mm -hmm. the biggest impact in our life. I can't remember exactly how we worded it. And then we had the reverse question, which three things, if we did less of them or we stopped doing would make the biggest impact for us. Um, so that's a good thing to, to think through. Yeah. And by the way, uh, for all of you that are watching, listening, and you want, uh, some, maybe some accountability, a little bit more direction in your life. Um, around these topics even, mm-hmm. um, and around your marriage, I would totally recommend joining our monthly live date night. 
Yeah. It's as much as a Vente coffee, pretty much. <laughs> it's $10 a month. Um, and we talk about this sort of stuff, but a lot more in depth, a very, a lot of interaction. We yeah. have, get PDFs and guide and people through. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you're getting a group counseling session almost. Um, and it's 90 minutes yep. once a month on a Friday night. And if you join, you have access to all of the past episodes that we've done on sex and money and self-development and, you know, marriage, all these things that are so important. Writing your mission statement yeah. for your marriage. So yeah. seriously, go check that out. You're not going to be disappointed. It's, it's a fabulous resource. Mm -hmm. Um, we just are terrible self promoters. And so we don't talk about it very much. And I'm, I, I said to Chris, I'm like, we have got to talk about it more because, um, you would be helped so much. And that's why we created it. Like it, yep. you said self promoters, but it's not promotion of self. Like this is a resource that we created for the community yep. because we know it's making an impact. And what's so, great too, is we learn from others and yes. we do the tasks that we're having everybody else do as you're doing them. So, yeah. which is fun. Like yeah. our marriage benefits from doing monthly live date night. And then we see all the other marriages being benefited yeah. by it too. So we want you to come be a part of that. We also have a private, um, community that one of our, um, one of our monthly live date night couples, uh, created cause it, it, it really is a family. And so she put it together. It's a private Facebook group that you yep. get to be a part of yep. and everyone just like celebrates with each other and grieves with each other when yep. things happen in their lives. And well, we've been doing it about a year and year now and a, year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. And it, it has become a little family. It's yes. funny. It's yeah. great seeing people from all over the world. We, we, yeah, get to see them and check yeah. in and, and encourage each other to greatness and, and to do big things in mm -hmm. life and get out of our comfort comfort zones. And, yeah. you know, like, and that's, yeah, that, that's the stuff of life right there. I like that. <laughs> Amen. You guys, this has been an incredible year of doing podcast episodes with all of you. Uh, like we talked about in prior episodes, we learn so much when we get to interview folks um, or study and prepare to do a solo episode or doing ask episodes. And we thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. Um, this has been a full year. We've had over 52 episodes because we've done every, every week and sometimes more than once a week. And so uh, we are just full of gratitude today as we look back on the year of 2021 and getting to connect with you guys via the podcast and Instagram and in person at our marriage retreats. So we love you guys and we are so thankful for you. Ditto everything she said. <laughs> <laughs> we love all of you and uh, looking forward to an epic new year. Happy new year. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.